time Lisa Lipton sat here in the Artichoke Music Cafe was in August of 2020. I noted at the time what a busy person she was with multiple artistic and executive directorships, plus teaching and a full schedule of her clarinet playing. She still does all that, but recently she was brought on as executive director of 45th Parallel Universe, in addition to retaining the same position with Opera Theatre Oregon, as well as co-founder, co-owner of Mendelssohn's Portland's first classical music themed bar. We recorded our conversation a few weeks ago on our first full day of Capo Tutti Capi at 45th Parallel, and to say she was psyched, putting it mildly. They have a concert on Tuesday, March 5th, Paulson Pillars, an evening with Andy Akiho and Gemini Percussion. But now, let's hear what Lisa Lipton has to say about her big day. Welcome back Thank to the you. Cafe at Artichoke. This time I can see you. Yeah. We did this in last time in 2020. Uh, it ran in August, and we both had masks, and I had no idea what... It's, it's amazing, just having a, you know, something over your mouth and nose... How, how, how much that hides mm-hmm. of who you really are. Well, maybe not who you really are, but who you appear to be. And you can read my expressions probably a little bit more wholly. I couldn't read your expressions hardly at all. I mean, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, eyes the eyes say many things, but it's not like the whole rest of your face. Yeah. <laughs> I think we were also really far, far apart. Oh, that could be. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Geez, it's, it's so weird how, how things have changed mm-hmm. since then. I mean, they changed to that. All of a sudden, and then they've changed back all of a sudden, except for the, there's some people who still wear masks. Yeah. Uh, there's sometimes still protocols and things. It's yeah, true. Yeah. Well, congratulations on the new gig. Thank you. I'm really excited. Wow. Yeah. How did that happen? Uh, <laughs> you know, I think there's two ways that things happen. One, uh-huh. you think about things you're really excited about. And you sort of do a lot of things similar until the thing comes along that is exactly what you're kind of doing, Uh um, but more aligned with people that are also doing it. Yeah. And then there's, you know, like hunting for it. And I think it's a convergence Uh of both, right? Uh Uh So I've long been a fan of new music. Yeah. Um, I've long been a fan of chamber music, Uh uh, small ensembles, medium ensembles, large ensembles. And then I think also I've long been a fan of a lot of people within 45th Parallel. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. so it, it popped up and I was excited about it and I applied and here I am. Yeah. Boy, that's great. Yeah. It what, is really awesome. Did, did you, and you, what was the interview process like? Was it like with how, compared to auditioning? Because I, I, I know you must have auditioned a million times. Yeah. A lot of times. Yeah. Like, yeah, many, many I wish I could tell you a fantastic story of how I showed up and played clarinet and then talked about things, but it was actually a very traditional, very Uh professional process. So your, your typical, um, you know, you send in a cover letter, resume references, and then, um, I went to an interview. What did they ask you? Uh, so much, much in the admin way of things like, Uh you know, how do you want to grow this ensemble yeah um how do you believe these things can work into the future there's a large conversation right now in general and and always really about arts funding yeah um so that's a significant portion of this job is fundraising those are hard questions they are really hard questions yeah but i'm pretty good at problem solving so Uh i try things that's i think 
a lot of people get one idea of how they want something to be and how mm -hmm. it will work. Mm -hmm. And if it doesn't work, they just sort of don't know what to do. But I'm good at adapting it, throwing mm -hmm. it away, and we'll just try something different. Yeah. That's, how, how did, have you always been that way? Just, is that something you, had to, you developed, or was it mm -hmm. just innate? I think that it's developed out of wanting to do things so bad and being the only person kind of championing that uh -huh. or maybe you and a few other people. And so when you get put in those situations enough, you kind of figure out how to do it on a big scale. Uh -huh. So I think that, yeah, a lot of music school times are really formidable for people. Mm -hmm. And mine was that. And I think going through a performance degree and meeting a lot of composers and working on different projects and performances sort of thrusts you into that. If you want to keep doing it uh -huh. when you're not required to do it for yeah. a grade, how do you keep doing it? Yeah. You just figure it out. Yeah. Hey, here's where I get to ask the question, which is generally the question that I've always taught people that, that work for me was the question that you ask when you can't think of the next question. Uh oh. However, it's a great question and everybody always likes to answer it. Well, I'm, plus, I'm so ready. Plus, it gets you out of the pickle of not knowing what to ask. That's, I'm not in that pickle, but mm -hmm. this just, just happens. I mean, it just this just came to me that what's the challenge with this this the, the new gig? Mm. Yeah. Remember that. Just remember if you ever get stuck yeah. for for if you if you're ever asking people questions, you ever get stuck for for a question that always works. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> yeah. I can see because it get, it's a, it's kind of a long answer. And it's kind of a thing where this people is the have podcast. To, yeah, they got to like <laughs> pick through it a little bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think so. Before I talk about the challenge, I feel like I need to build up kind of like why it's the challenge. So, sure. Um, you know, Ron Blessinger, the former executive director, uh, also one of the performers and players. In the, and a great baseball fan. And a great baseball fan, yeah. among other things. Uh, did a really good job of growing this organization. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, he didn't do that alone. There are players and, and other people involved in the board. Um, and th all those people contribute to the growth of an organization. But I think the challenge now is it's grown so tremendously, continuing that momentum and really getting people on board for where we're going next. Mm -hmm. And I think that's um, always kind of the interesting thing with leadership change yeah. is how is this person different from this other person? How are they the same? Yeah. Um, what skills do they have that this person didn't? And so I think finding those things out, you know, it's, it may take a little while. I have, I'm really looking forward to my first meeting with the players Oh. and that'll kind of give me a sense of where they're at uh, uh -huh. and help me understand like what they're excited about. Uh huh. Um, Cause I know what I'm excited about yeah. and what I view as, a challenge but something that's like I don't know challenges can be fun too oh I, I was just I was just gonna say that yeah yeah so for me the there's a lot of fun in in getting to the next level and getting to the next step uh -huh. um, and and I think that I'm also a really collaborative person so that's really mm -hmm. beneficial uh, in this circumstance because you've got the players which is a collective and they're the universe right mm -hmm. they've got all these different groups that are within that universe and they're all part of programming and um you are making hand gestures to I, indicate a universe yes this is i guess uh, universe yeah <laughs> and then there's the board and the admin mm -hmm. and they are two separate entities and so it's an interesting dynamic and an interesting way of doing uh, a performance group and i think it's really cool and really unique uh -huh. um because they they function as artistic 
directors as a collective. Uh-huh. Uh, so I'm excited to see where everyone's landing and what they're yeah. interested in. Yeah. So maybe the challenge is galvanizing that together. Uh-huh. Uh, but I think that there's a really easy way to find common ground, especially, you know, we're all passionate about the same thing. Sure. Sure. I think it's fabulous that the two the two major new, new music organizations in town are run by women. <laughs> Isn't that great? Yeah. I had Sarah in here, Sarah Tiedemann in here a few, if, uh, a couple of months ago. Nice. And, you know, I mean, it's it's terrific. Yeah. I mean, I'm loving it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, okay. So um, your leadership qualities, is that is that something that, that you learned or is that because... I think a lot of these things come because I'm as you know I've I've always had a uh, I don't know, I don't know how to say this and not sound stupid but um, people who have who who I've collaborated with me have always especially and and if I've been in charge mm-hmm. have always just like wanted to run through walls. Oh no! <laughs> no no I mean not in, in a good way. Oh that's great. Yeah yeah because I know what I want. Yeah you know. And so it is. So is, just, is your are your leader? And I think that's innate. A lot of that is innate. It's in my personality. I would a hundred percent agree with you because yeah. you can't teach being direct, right? And, and like right. maybe you grow up in a place where people are more direct, but you still might not be direct. You know? Yeah. So I think that that's an aspect of it. You can't really teach. It's like yeah. knowing what you want. Um, asking for it, going for it, bringing it with you, bringing all these ideas, bringing this passion that, that it can't be taught. Right. Um, but everything else I feel like you can learn. Uh So I think, um, maybe it's just sort of like the people that have that, they find themselves in leadership because it's so strong. Yeah. Uh, and because when they're working with other people, it just kind of happens that way. Yeah. And you want to learn. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. It's very gratifying. Well, yeah, I I have always maintained that if you stop learning, you start dying. Like you're not growing anymore. You're just at a stasis. And you know what you want, don't you? Yeah. 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 That's really important. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever, have you, how long have you been in Portland? I think since 2008. Okay. And you came from Syracuse? I was born in Syracuse, but Ah. I came from Salem. So I went to the, I went through the school system. Okay. Here. So okay. I was aware of certain things happening yes. in Portland because <laughs> yeah. the the closeness factor. Yeah, I can understand. Yeah. I, I came from Baltimore, but I came late in life. Yeah. And so I had to learn to not be loud. Oh, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't know if I've learned that yet. I'm, I'm pretty loud. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, you know, people in, 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 in Oregon uh, have a tendency to think that, you're, that, that loudness means anger. Mm. rather than enthusiasm which is what it really means you know yeah you're pa- <laughs> you're like yes let's yeah. talk about this thing yeah 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 i yeah, totally feel yeah, you yeah so what's what's wh- how how are you going to put your stamp on it what is now are, now are you are you are you are you curating the music so that is something that happens um by different producers for different shows. Ah. Um, there is a collaborative element, mm-hmm. and there has been, because mm-hmm. Ron kind of fits both worlds, right? Absolutely. Um, and I do, too. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see how that shakes out. Um, it's so fresh and so new. I think I am two or three days deep on the job. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah. so the next step is to have a meeting with the players and kind of determine 
some sort of logistics around that. Uh-huh. Uh, and so far in December, I did um, this gigantic pub crawl yeah. with 45th Parallel. Uh-huh. Um, and just me, Lisa Lipton, as producer, mm-hmm. um, or one of the producers, Ron, did all of the producing with the cellos. And mm-hmm. um, I think Trevor was also producing them as well. And so that sort of was a interesting cohesive moment yeah uh there was three different things happening before the main stage show mm-hmm. uh and there was a lot of ideas between me and ron and they all kind of came together so it it worked really well mm-hmm. i wasn't their executive director at that point yeah uh but i feel like it was a little bit of a flavor of what it might look like uh-huh. uh and it was it was awesome i mean i really yeah. enjoyed it i bet yeah I'll bet. so um so when, how how will we see your musical stamp yeah. on this? Uh, so I think this season will be rolled out sometime n- around the Alex Ross show, which is happening uh-huh. on January 26th at yeah. the Reeser. Yeah. So sometime after that, I think we'll release a lot of information. Uh-huh. Uh, but I'm definitely, as everyone knows, a proponent of new music. Yes. I'm interested in avant-garde situations, sure. different types of performance. Uh-huh. Um, I've always said, you know, like I, I like pushing the boundaries of what things can be. Uh-huh. Uh, so I would expect to see, uh, some of that in the future Yeah, and looking at, um, different, maybe less traditional venues, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. maybe doing different things in different collaborations with different kinds of musicians and not just staying within the contemporary classical canon or, yeah. um, uh, normalcy. Uh-huh. And so I think that, you know, when we get together, I'm really excited to hear, for example, James Shields. He runs Chatter in Albuquerque or does a lot with their artistic Uh stuff there. And then he's also in the Oregon Symphony. And we all know he is passed around in many different groups as a performer um, in new music. So just hearing what he thinks might be really good fits for the group and then sort of like spitballing off of that and Uh coming up with some really interesting shows. Uh Uh, That's something I'm interested in. I'm also interested in some of the things that they've been doing at the Madeline Church and then at the Straub, mm-hmm. maybe flip-flopping those mm-hmm. and doing some of the more um, avant-garde music in a very traditional setting and some of mm-hmm. the more traditional music in a really avant-garde setting. And yeah, I think that nice. just experimenting and having this ability to try different things is going to be uh, a really interesting way to kind of find what the identity of the group is with me as a part of it. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to be really excited to find out the difference or similarity between what Sarah's doing with Third Angle and what you're doing with 45th Parallel, because it took her a couple of it took her a couple of years. You know, I mean, I, I don't think that you know, uh, although she's had wonderful shows, I think probably that that her her real stamp was the was the Philip Glass piece. At 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 the uh, at 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 the uh, Spruce Goose, mm-hmm. you know that that really was, I think it was, that was where she made her 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 biggest mark. But that's just my opinion. What do I yeah. know? What do I know? I'm, I'm, well, it's certainly eye catching. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, so um, uh, when you landed the gig, was there something, uh, uh, anything specific? You had in mind like I want to do. I'd love to do this. This is something I've always wanted to do, and now I have a chance. There are some interesting things coming up that I am like, so I'm unbelievably interested in doing. Uh huh. Um, I hear that. 
so along the lines of Spruce Goose doing things in airports. Yeah. Doing massive installations. Oh, boy. Um, in public spaces. These are yeah. things that I'm really interested in. Um, and there's a, a, different, a few different collaborations in the works currently uh -huh. uh, with 45th Parallel and upcoming shows and different um, archite architects and people in town that are designers and things like that. Uh -huh. So I think for me, you know, thinking about unconventional spaces and doing things that are different and new and uh -huh. kind of along those lines, I'm super interested in doing something at the Lloyd Center. Um, I think oh, that yeah. that's... That hasn't really been tapped oh, in a man. way. Oh, that that's amazing. Yeah. Oh, my, oh my God. That's fabulous. Yeah. So I think doing... Because it's, it's almost a ruin. Yes. Playing in music, playing music in ruins is very attractive to me. Yeah. It's, it's I love an, ruins. It's spectacle. It's yeah. for sure spectacle. Yeah. Uh, and so I think... I'm a ruin. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you're a ruin. No, I do. Go ahead. Uh, so I think doing things like that are going to be, they're very enticing to me. They're along the lines of what I've kind of done historically. Uh -huh. uh, you know, Opera Theater Oregon did an outdoor performance at Lewis and Clark College. Right. I did all those kind of pandemic weird things, mm -hmm. both indoors and outdoors with timed arrivals and all sorts of stuff like that. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, additionally, just doing these sort of, I don't know, there's the live component and then making multimedia pieces. Uh -huh. And that's something I'm definitely interested in. Uh -huh. um, you know, we're out of the pandemic, but there's something to be said about something that you can enjoy again and again and again. Sure. Uh, so I find interest in that and seeing how that might work. And maybe it's um, more along the lines of video rather uh -huh. than uh, uh -huh. like a like a music video rather than just a live streamed performance. Yeah. Yeah. Give gotcha. it something a little bit more. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, because, you know, that's the weird thing, because um, uh, people who who um, are in in power in arts organizations or in broadcasting or in any kind of media like that, they're always looking for what's next, what's new, show me mm. something new, show me something new. Meanwhile, if you've got a body of work, so go take a look. You know, it's, it's always there. And when we listen to things, don't you listen to things over and over and over again? Definitely. Yeah. 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 I always face that when I do my radio show because I always have to, I feel like guilty mm. if, if I've played something more than twice in a year, you know? Yeah. But it doesn't stop me. <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes it's okay to remind yourself and then be like, eh, yeah, yeah. I just love it. Matter of fact, my current uh, ear earwig is compared to what? Because mm. Les McCann just died, mm. and I've had that in my head for about for about a week now. Are you listening to it on repeat intermittently? I don't have to. Yeah, it's just there. It's in my head. That's it. Yeah, yeah. And the other, you know, the interesting thing about that is that uh, what, the, what unfortunately he's 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 dead. I did a great interview with him one time, mm. and he talked about that 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 same thing where he I said, "Don't you ever get tired of playing compared to what?" And he said. No, <laughs> that's what they want to hear. If I don't play it, they get angry. They go, as he said, I, I, I didn't play it one, th one time and the people went crazy. Mm. And I said, he said, I'd play it every in every set if, 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 if you know, because people want to hear it. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's uh, uh, you're right. People want to hear, you know, you, people play things over and over again. It's it's uh, uh, I mean, I still listen to Moondog pretty frequently really on repeat wow moon dog controversial figure oh totally for sure totally but there's something about 
the rhythmic and unhinged nature of how you can't really pin down. Yeah. I, it's almost like a lot of the parts moving are just out of time or out of the pocket, mm-hmm. but they're staying together and it's like really weird. Unhinged is right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I don't really like the ones with the spoken word so much. Yeah. I do like the one with the, um, there's like a choir uh-huh. of, I think only men huh. might just be male voice, but yeah. I think that's very good. Um, and actually there's, I listened to the soundtrack of a clockwork orange a little bit too much, uh. <laughs> but not the like, not the Beethoven pieces. Well, right. Like soundscapes, right. like all the right. weird stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. but I, I also listen to Herb Alpert from time to time because I like to live in a game show. So when I'm like walking around, you know, it makes me feel like I'm on TV. <laughs> I know a guy who worked for him in L.A. Whoa. And he said that Herb Alpert was a great guy. Well, that's nice. Isn't that nice? That is nice. You know, I mean, uh, uh, when, 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 you know, and plus, you know, he knew him personally. He worked for him and he did business with him. Yeah. And if you can combine all those three and still like the person. That's a feat. <laughs> you know. Yeah, <laughs> because it's like, um, you know, you know, what about this guy? Well, he was always nice to me. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, he wasn't nice to me. You know? Yeah, <laughs> that is cool. That's yeah. something to aspire to. Yeah. Yeah. So are you still working with with uh, opera, opera theater working? I am. In fact, uh, Sacagawea Nunahup ah. is going on to be workshopped for the second part of that opera mm-hmm. in um, San Francisco. Wow. In March. So that's well underway. Um, it's an exciting project, and I think it needs to kind of go into full fruition uh-huh. before we can sort of see where it can go from there. Wow. I think it's also really important that it stay, um, you know, sort of being created in the spaces and places in which the whole expedition happened. So that's kind mm-hmm. of an important aspect. Yeah. Uh, and then taking it to other places uh, after it's been sort of kind of cohesively put together Mm -hmm. the creative team is really excited about it still uh and so in a way opera theater oregon is helping with the development of this very large work because you know we've done a lot of new operas over the years yeah or works that have been written for opera theater oregon or works Mm -hmm. that have been written in the last 10 years yeah um and i think those have all been big and they've been you know one and a half hour sometimes two hour productions wow but this is like, this will be more monumental and big as a piece and as a whole theatrical production because oh. it's so large. Uh, we don't really put on traditional opera programs like Portland uh-huh. Opera does. Yeah. And when they do that, you've got a costume team with a costume director. Yeah. You've got a set director with yeah. a whole set team. There's many teams that go into doing art like that. And usually when Opera Theater Oregon does it, me, myself, and like, you know, other versions of people like me are doing uh-huh. five different roles. Uh-huh. And we're all kind of coming together on a really bare bones team to make that happen. Yeah. But it'll be different yeah. when Sacagawea well, is it gets... it more cohesive that way? Mm, sometimes. No? <laughs> <laughs> because I think you get really, um, once you start seeing it in your head, uh-huh. and if you can't, if you're doing two things... Let's say you're, you start seeing how the ensemble is fitting together in your head for the overture, mm-hmm. but you're also seeing the set. If you and the three other people that are seeing it in the same way that have equal responsibility 
aren't seeing it the same way and don't have a team of people to just execute that. Yeah. So you're all trying to execute what you're seeing in your head. <laughs> um, it can get a little tricky, but I mean, we all came together and it, it worked really beautifully. Well, that must be gratifying when, when it works. Yeah. It's really gratifying. Yeah. Yeah. Opera is a big and risk. It brings you closer together. Yes. You know, cause well, it's so multifaceted. It's, yeah. it's the, artwork behind it it's the costumes it's the vocalists it's the orchestra it's everything uh and so yeah it can have a a lot of challenges because of that and making that all come together and not just feel like one thing is unequal to the rest yeah or it hasn't elevated or something uh but yeah when that comes into final development that production will maybe be the largest production I've ever done. Wow. So that'll be in the future. It's yeah. still being written yeah. at the time. Really? Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Whew. Yeah. Are you, are you still working with the um, with, um, uh, Newport Symphony? So my last day with the Newport Symphony Orchestra was December 15th. Uh, uh, I had a great time, yeah. and I think it's really important that coastal communities really have access to that art. And I still really maintain that. And I still love Lincoln County uh-huh. and all of my friends there. Uh, and I'm I'm really fortunate to have gotten that experience. Mm-hmm. But there's no way to do that full-time job and 45th Parallel as a full-time job. Yeah. It just wasn't going to happen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know how you do all this stuff anyway. It's a lot. Yeah. 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 And I, that's why I appreciate you coming in here. Oh, yeah. I, I know your time is, you must, you must be scheduled it can be, uh, some days are a lot. Yeah. 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 But some days aren't so bad. Uh-huh. And plus when you do what you love, yeah. it's, it's always great. Do you still get to play every day? I do play a lot. Do yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, I think I'm playing tomorrow. Wow. Like I have, a, I have to do some recording. On yeah. what? Uh, I'm working with Jim Brunberg again. Uh-huh. Again. Dun, dun, yeah. Dun. Dun, dun, yeah. Uh, on a few different singles. He's working on, um, a full length album. And then we are working on um, having a duo set. We're actually going to have, I have to see, I think it's February 16th. Mm-hmm. I think we're playing a show at Mendelssohn's. Aha. Uh-huh. And I'm just going to double check that date really quick. And we're Keep doing some covers. We're doing a bunch of different stuff. It'll be really fun. Uh-huh. That sounds great. Yep. The yeah. 16th. Yeah. Eight to late. What a terrific guy. Yeah. We're so lucky to have him here. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, um, I, well, I think ba- I know you're. I know you're performing all all the time. Yeah. But do you do you play at home? Do you practice a lot? So a lot of times, what I've historically done, especially when I have a job that requires a lot of admin, yeah, is that I will have my computer and my clarinet next to each other, and I'll huh. you know do what I do, and then if I get stuck on something, I'll just play for a little bit, and then I kind of alternate. So that's kind yeah. of a good system to be uh-huh. able to do both things. Yeah, pretty. Um, I don't know. In in large quantities, but yeah, uh, it helps because when you're playing, it's a different type of brain activity and so if you are having a hard time problem solving something mm-hmm. that's a way to kind of mitigate if you're if you're stuck on something you just yeah. like do something completely different yeah. i know people do this um in their homes with other things too like yeah. a lot of people do they have those like treadmill desks and oh, they yeah. like do that whole thing <laughs> um or other people do just like a a game or like a brain activity yeah. so yeah. that's something that i've historically done a lot and works well for me yeah 
yeah. but yeah, I'm always interested in discovering uh, new works. I have a friend that I play with, John, and he plays violin. And mm-hmm. we often try and just find new rep. Mm-hmm. And it's a really weird instrumentation, like violin and clarinet duets. Hindemith wrote two. Uh, uh-huh. uh, there's the Fuchs, which there's also clarinet and horn duets. And those are, you know, kind of 1790s era, yeah. uh-huh. 1780s. And it's, those are, they're great pieces. They're really beautiful. And I think those are the only two, like, have been in the canon a long wow. time. Pieces. Have you ever written one? I haven't, but I should. You should. I've written solo clarinet music. Ooh. Yeah. Uh-huh. But uh, you know what? That's a good challenge. Maybe yeah. that's what I should do yeah. this week. But you add something to the canon. Yeah. Really? I'm hey, you're the, you're the boss now. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a good idea. Yeah. Because I always have to look for that stuff. Mm-hmm. Why mm-hmm. look when you can make? Yeah. Yeah, I'm always on multiple deadlines, too. And, you know, I mean, uh, I guess go back and forth from making a radio show because, you know, we ever since the pandemic, uh, many of us on KMHD just do our, you know, make our shows at home. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, go back to post-producing a podcast, which is always always an ongoing thing. And then and then uh, all the other OMN stuff. And, uh, you know, I mean, um, it keeps me keeps me busy yeah <laughs> it's good for the mind though yeah mm-hmm. i suppose what's left of it <laughs> <laughs> um so uh this is terrific i just I'm, I'm just really happy for you oh thank uh, you because i'm excited uh, i'm i think the future is looking really like amazing we can tell yeah <laughs> <laughs> Especially if it's only three days in. That's great. Yeah. That's just so good. I'm so glad we caught you at, at, the, at this time, you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and, and so anyway, get, getting back to, to, to playing at home, mm-hmm. uh, is, there a, is there a go-to thing or you just, you just play what you're working on or, or what, what, what's upcoming? That's or, a, or do you have a, go, a go-to? That's a great question. Well, I have been doing a lot more solo sets uh-huh. um, than before the pandemic. And some of that, you know, the last time you had me on the show, mm-hmm. you were interviewing me for my solo show that I did. Yeah. And that was really cool, except it was all with other people. But now <laughs> it's a challenge. Wait a minute, not going to be a solo show with other people. Well, it's kind of like I stay on stage and they come in and out. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. guess technically... Yeah. I did call it Lisa and Friends. Okay. But it was a solo show in that it's like I organized it. But Maybe I should have called it a variety show. Yeah, because we're talking about Lisa and Lisa. Lisa and Lisa this yeah. time. Yes. <laughs> so right now I'm specifically looking for rep that I enjoy that is for solo clarinet. Uh-huh. And this is actually harder to find than you might think because the majority of things that exist for solo clarinet uh, are either somewhat inaccessible to uh-huh. the modern listener yeah. and or they are a lot of etudes and things like that. Um, there's a few pieces I found I, I really like, but what I'm doing right now is going through and just reading new pieces mm-hmm. until I find ones that really speak to me. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing about solo clarinet music is with any solo instrument music, it tends to be really, really hard. <laughs> yeah. Because you want to show yeah. off the right. virtuosicness of one person playing by themselves. Yeah. Yeah. So some of these pieces, it's like reading through it isn't just like reading through 
a piece of music or something you get hired to play not super tonal or easy or uh-huh. so a lot of my time right now is okay i need to come up with a new set that's just me what does that yeah. look like yeah yeah do you ever improvise yeah uh i so i did an album with george colligan and micah ah, hummel yeah through pjce right. fredson the jeffy yep uh, and there's a lot of improvising in that. Uh, you, you enjoy that? I love it. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've, it's maybe. I'm not surprised. Yeah. It's <laughs> like top three activities for uh-huh, sure. Uh-huh. That's yeah. great. Yeah. I feel really good when I'm doing that. And I really love the music that George writes. It's to me, it lends a lot of inspiration for improvisation, not only because it's really interesting harmonically and the chords that he tends to pick are mm-hmm. just so out there yeah uh but i i don't know i can relate a lot to like finding the beauty in oddity mm-hmm. and finding the beauty in things <laughs> that people aren't putting together very frequently yeah which i think he does yeah i'm seeing him tomorrow oh awesome at, at the old church with the, the phil baker nice. McCoy, mccoy tyner tribute show nice I'm really looking forward to that that's cool yeah yeah that should be really great it should be you know because phil is is wonderful and uh george is can be as bombastic yet lyrical. Yeah. Like McCoy Tyner. Yeah. You know? So I'm looking forward to that. Awesome. I, I know. I yeah. Know. I, I Do you ever go do you, do you ever go go out and hear music? Yeah. Pretty frequently, in fact. What, what do you what do you choose? Hmm. Sometimes um I just like to go see local bands or things that I don't know anything about. Um so you know, I might go to a random show mm-hmm. at Mississippi Studios mm-hmm. or Polaris tends to do a little bit of the weirder ones. Mm-hmm. So I m- might get attracted to that. I've mm-hmm. been to the old church a fair amount of times. Yeah. Um, they tend to do kind of, I would say they run the gambit. Yeah, they've, they've changed since since, yeah. the, since they had new management. Yeah, and yeah. the Alberta Abbey. Uh-huh. Um, I've been to that uh, quite a yeah, few times. Yeah. So it kind of depends what I'm in the mood for or if there's something like really interesting uh-huh. um, and exciting or something uh-huh. that I've been getting into a lot. Um, Do you ever go out and dance? I am about to. I really? connected with somebody on New Year's, um, principal violist <laughs> of the Oregon Symphony, Amanda, and I think we're going to go dancing. Wow. Yeah. To what? Uh, I suggested we go to Soul Night. Uh huh. Um, or go somewhere like the spare room. Soul night, like at Goodfoot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they've had that 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 night forever. Yeah. Forever for the for the, it's been fifteen, sixteen, twenty years. I mean, because people love people it. love it, right? Yeah, and right. it's always kind of like interesting in that space. It gets really packed. Yeah. 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 Well, lucky you know, lucky it's, it's good because uh, you know my, my show gets good numbers because I play soul music. Nice. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> it just makes you feel good. Yes, it does. Mm-hmm. It solves problems. Yep. Or at least pushes them aside for a little while. Yeah. Or at least you don't think about them. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Well, that's great. That's great. Yeah. Well, listen. Congratulations and thank you for coming in. And have, have I missed anything? I don't think so. All right. Good. <laughs> I'll think of something later. I went, oh, why the fuck didn't I ask her? Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's a podcast. Yeah. 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 I could say anything. <laughs> well, 
Best of luck. Thank you. I hope it, I hope everything you know is. I hope I hope it's exactly what you need and exactly what you mm. what comes out beautifully for you. I think it will be. Yeah. Oh, I I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> now that I can see your face and you're not wearing a mask. It's true. You can yeah. see my mouth and my nose. <laughs> they look how they look. <laughs> and as we like to say at the end of these, that's entertainment. <laughs> <laughs>